Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We like to start every show on the Colleen and Bradley show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and our three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Hello and good morning and happy hump day to you. Speaking of humps, I want to tell you a tale, a tale about Melissa Melville. Actually, I'll let Melissa Melville, Meville, Meville, tell you her tale about her humps. Um, I was just leaving, just leaving the fort, um, and we were walking back to our hotel, and uh, I saw, I saw a cow, and it had like. A really big hump. And I just thought, wow, what a big, what a big cow! I started singing a song related to humps. It's called it's probably Black Eyed Peas. It's called My Humps. Anyway, I started walking past the cow, um, and it just headbutted me, and like I really got some air, and I went flying, and I fell down, and I've got like a mark on my leg, and my shoulder's really painful, and landed on my face, as you can see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's really painful. I'm not sure why I'm laughing. I, it really hurts, actually. It's just quite funny, I suppose. Like, cows, you never expect this. I don't think it's broken. We can't tell. There's a lot of blood. Um, and immediately, somebody stopped with a tuk-tuk. And uh, we got in there, and they took me to the hospital. I think I was in the hospital within, like, five minutes, if that. Um, so mainly, it's, like, shock. Also, I think maybe my face is slightly pickled. Yeah, no, it's beyond pickled. If you see the the photos, she's got like two black eyes, a broken nose, mm-hmm. blood all over her face, all because she was being, you know, probably what normally would be an American tourist thinking, look, there's a cow with the hump. I'm going to sing the humps now. My hump, my ah! As the cow kicks her to the curb because it was not impressed much like we weren't when we listened to Fergie. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, I wonder if there were some people who didn't feel a little bit like that cow when Fergie sang the national anthem yeah. the other day. And generally, it's just a good idea to stay away from livestock. I mean, I don't think people realize, I, you know, I've never been to India, but I do know from friends who have been there that it is slightly alarming to just see the animals like cows just sort of in the public spaces, right? Like, 
You just you will just be or walking like down the street. I mean, I guess. It happens. And then all of a sudden, cow. And you know, do we need to notify tourists not to sing Fergie songs? To the livestock. Well, just do it perhaps. from a reasonable distance. Yeah. Maybe don't get all up in its grill and be like, my humps, my humps, my humps, my humps. Moo, I actually do like that. Moo humps. Moo humps. There you go. All right. Moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Well, when Fergie was singing that um, rousing rendition of the national anthem at the NBA All-Star Game on Sunday night that we are still talking about three days later, one of the um, faces in the audience that was featured trying to stifle laughter was that of Jimmy Kimmel. And he talked about that last night on his TV show, how that all went down. First, I feel like I need to address something that happened on Sunday night at the NBA All-Star Game. So I was at the game with my son, Kevin, and somehow I became part of a national anthem fiasco. Did you see this? Fergie, (laughs) the singer from the Black Eyed Peas, gave an unusually sultry version of our national anthem. (laughs) And somehow I wound up in the middle of it. I just want to say the reason I was smiling is because I love the national anthem so much. It just makes me, that's the face I make when I really love the song. It's the face then he makes when he really loves the song. buzzing, and I was like, oh, I think I might have been on camera. And you were. Uh, and again, probably having a face similar to what the rest of us were having at home. Yeah, when you're famous, you're not allowed to have a face. I mean, it's so funny. People just, you know, get concerned about all the right things. Well, and honestly, like Jimmy Kimmel's face was not the only face that was reacting to what they were hearing. But people pay attention to his face uh, because he's not supposed to have a face. I don't know. (laughs) I mean. And here it is behind door number one. Oh, look, another day, another Olympic story. Just for you, Colleen. Mm. So I don't know if you know this, but an American... Someone from our very own backyard by the name of Lindsay won a medal yesterday in her final race. Let's have a listen to Lindsay Vaughn. You know, it's been really hard for me not to get emotional for so many reasons, um, especially because of my grandfather. And I I wanted to win so much because of him. Um, but I still think I made him proud. And our family never gives up, and I never gave up. I kept working hard, and I am really proud of this medal, and I, I know he is too. And uh, it's been fun. It's been a fun ride, and I hope tomorrow I can maybe pull something out of the hat. But um, it's sad. This is my last downhill. I wish I could keep going, you know? Um, I have so much fun. I love what I do. Um, my body just can't, no, probably can't take another four years, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm proud. I'm proud to have competed from my country. I'm proud to have given it my all, and um, I'm proud to hopefully come away with a medal. Now, uh, I don't know if you know this, Colleen, but she is literally the best American racer ever. She has the most World Cup wins of any woman in history. She, of course, missed the 2014 Olympics because of an injury. So she's been waiting eight years for this shot, this final shot. This was her last 
moment, and she did not win gold. Of course, she did win silver or uh, bronze. So she medaled. That's great. That is amazing. That's great. I'm proud of her. Are you? I yes, I absolutely am. Listen, I don't like the Olympics. That no, doesn't no, mean no. I hate you the Olympics. Hate the Olympics. Good. That doesn't mean that I don't want people to feel success. That doesn't mean that I don't want. So would you tell Lindsay Vaughn you hate the Olympics? Sure. Yeah, I would. Would you tell children who want to go to the Olympics someday that you hate the Olympics? I would probably put it in kinder terms. I would say something like, I am not interested in watching the Olympics, but everybody should. What if one of your children tr- wanted to be in the I, Olympics? Then I would watch the Olympics, okay. but I would watch them in the Olympics and, and I would care about that. The Olympics. No, I'd love that event in the yeah. Olympics. Yeah, but you'd love the Olympics. No, I see. Here's the thing. It's like. Uh, Lindsey Vaughn is, uh, I, by all accounts, amazing. I cannot say that I have watched her be amazing because, to me, it would just look like an impressive person downhill skiing like anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all look the same to me because I'm not an expert in that. Yeah. It just, don't, I'm proud of her. She won a medal. She should be very proud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? No, I was. I just wanted to get your read as somebody who hates the Olympics. I also on this woman's, you know, the best moment of her life. That was great. Yeah. The other thing is this. Other thing is this. Mm-hmm. Meddling at all is a success in and of itself. And so a bronze medal being in the Olympics. My well, yes. God, if you make it to the Olympics, you've already won life. As far as I'm concerned, right. I mean, that's the is, one thing I've never understood about sports is there. I mean, I get it, because, but I'm not. I'm not. I don't compete in sports, so I don't have the the same genes and you know all that stuff. But I always think like, if you make it to the Olympics, it seems like you won life because you're like point zero 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 one percent of the population, right? That have been able to you know uh, achieve something that amazing and it is it's super impressive and then and then to go on and actually get a medal at all any medal is amazing and so i know that there are people that are disappointed that she didn't get the gold or the silver but the bronze is i mean listen like third place i'd love to be third place in anything yeah seriously so congratulations to lindsey vaughn congratulations for lindsey vaughn yeah i just don't what you were saying last night Oh, don't. Don't. I was razzing our boss. Razzing? (laughs) Okay, let's just pull this up. I was razzing our boss because she was very excited, and I was saying, You don't know anything about that. I'm going to save these. I'm going to save these texts for our uh, segment later in the show. I am going to proofread them first. Okay, when we come back, I got them. Ha ha! We've got a dirt alert from Elizabeth Reese on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. By the way, Julia, yes, you were born. I checked it. You are the year of the rabbit. Mm-hmm. The year of the rabbit. Hop, hop, hop. See, I would have to think of, you know, because I always go back to like reading to my kids and the animals and having a sound for all of the animals. Yeah. That was just so fun. And when we'd get to the giraffe, they never had a sound. So I'd always go, I have a really long neck. Would be their sound. I think that's very creative. I mean, I would always come <laughs> up with something. I like that. So the rabbit, hop, hop, hop. I mean, hop, I mean, hop, hop, hop. So stupid. <laughs> Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. 
Elizabeth Reese has arrived and she Hi, has Elizabeth. brought all of the dirt from Hollywood. Lots of stuff, you guys. Rihanna turned 30. Happy oh birthday. It's to all downhill you. from there, Rihanna. My goodness. <laughs> I know. Doesn't it seem like she should be older than that? Because we've been talking about her for so long and all that stuff had just gone on in her 20s. Can you believe that? Gosh, she's been through a lot. Yeah, she really has. I hope that her 30s bring her more joy. My 30s brought me more joy than my 20s. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think every decade you are more and more secure in who you are and what you came here to do. I totally agree. She had a huge party, uh, a dinner in New York with close family and friends, and then a champagne flushed party with a performance from Tony Braxton. Paris Hilton was there. Leonardo DiCaprio was there. Her boyfriend was there. Who's that Saudi guy? Hassan Jamil. Wasn't there a rumor at one point that she was dating Leo? Oh, I think maybe. I think maybe they were kind of seeing yeah, right? or something. Or maybe they're just really good friends. Uh, they crushed hundreds of bottles of champagne. Leo snuck into the after party through a side door. Tony Braxton is revered among Rihanna's circle of friends. And Rihanna is a huge fan, so it was a huge deal to oh, have Tony fun. Braxton there. Tony Braxton, who just got engaged. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my Tony Braxton <laughs> That was good. That was pretty good. Um Rihanna, very into her boyfriend. They seem to be very close all night. As long as she has nothing to do with Chris Brown, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, exactly. Chris Brown is the worst. He was not at the party. No. Mm-hmm. I don't Good. think so. Bam. No, but he did post like a little Instagram message to her with a baby picture of her. That was like happy okay, birthday. That's, he no, needs to just stay that's out of her weird. life. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. We don't need to. No. I know. Mm-mm. I know. Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton have put their baby and wedding plans on hold. This is what Us Weekly is reporting. Because their relationship isn't real. Sorry, what? <laughs> Go on. So um, I guess that they are just, they have a p- dog and they got a puppy or their dog was having puppies. And so they're very excited about that, but they're not focused on the idea of having babies. I mean, let's be real, guys. She's 48 years old. I right. mean, the, it, like, it's not that easy to just have a baby at 48. Right. And she has, I mean, how old are her she kids with kids. Gavin Rossdale? Kingston Rossdale. is 11, Zuma is 9, and Apollo is 4. So, sources saying that uh, Blake is extremely attentive, loving, and doting towards Gwen and the boys, but they've been trying to conceive for over a year, and it's frustrating that they're not getting pregnant. Well, again, she's, she's 48. 48. I mean, I it's a real bummer of a deal, that it's not the same with men and women. Mm-hmm. Men can, you know, procreate forever and ever and ever. Yeah, women, we have a timeline. It's really mm-hmm. unfortunate. And even if you look like Gwen Stefani and you look like you've never aged a day, it doesn't the eggs, mean the eggs age. The eggs yeah. age. They're aging every day. So with no baby, they've also put their wedding plans on hold. This is kind of odd. This person says Gwen is very traditional and wouldn't want to be pregnant without being married. I, okay, but they're not married, but they're trying to get pregnant. It's a. Okay, yeah, not adding up, not adding up. No, Let's talk about Wendy Williams. End soon. You think? Mm-hmm. You think this one has a mm-hmm. expiration date here? Mm-hmm. What do you What do you guess? Gwen Stefani, Blake Shelton. How long do we think we have? Six months? Three months? A year? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Six to nine months. I am gonna it's gonna have everything to do with the voice seasons. So I think they've got one more season in them. Okay. How about that? Okay. Speaking of seasons, Wendy Williams is taking a break from her show. She's taking a three-week hiatus after three days off last week after suffering from what she is claiming was flu-like symptoms. Cameras caught her stumbling into audience members on February 12th, and then the next day uh, she swooned on set. This she comes, swooned on set. I guess that comes months after she fainted after overheating and becoming dehydrated in her Halloween costume. Overheating. There's a lot of speculation and a lot of air quotes going on here. People are really wondering what the deal is. Um, so she told her viewers yesterday, Wendy Williams says that she knows that she had hyperthyroidism, but her doctor has since told her that she suffers from Graves disease, which is an autoimmune disorder that affects the thyroid gland. Yes. And I, you know, it's interesting because this, it does, it, it it can add up in the sense that, so we had talked earlier in the show that we had had a blind item recently that uh, suggested that Wendy Williams's issue was actually with substances, namely alcohol. Okay. And that this, this entertainment lawyer who writes these blind items said, I don't think she's going to make it through the season before she has to go and, and deal with this. Take a hiatus. And she's also, we've read other um, blind items that indicate she's also, by the way, oddly on the payroll of um, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah. It's there's, it goes deep. It's very interesting. Here's what I will say. Uh, after kind of, I, if, if it is not Graves disease, right. Some of the things that have happened can be explained by Graves' disease. Well, yeah, like so if that, racing heartbeat, yep, all that kind of stuff. And fainting and overheating. Those are all things that can happen if your Weight thyroid loss. is running high. Yeah. Yep. Her, the, her eyes bug out. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah. That is also a symptom of Graves' disease. It has a, an effect on your eyes. Really? Um, yep. And it also, there's the skin condition that's also associated with it. So I, if if that is... Even if that's not what it is, if that's what they're using as a cover, whatever, it it can add up. I mean, it's a convincing. It would make sense. That's why they're picking that. I Mm -hmm. will say that uh, NT Lawyer did. um, Somebody tweeted him, quote, air quotes, thyroid condition. Yeah. uh, To which he responded, well, at least it wasn't Lyme disease. Even Wendy knows that has been used way too much. So believe what you will. Mm -hmm. Wow. But NT Lawyer's not having it. That is fascinating. That is really interesting. So she's off for three weeks. She said her doctor prescribed three weeks of vacation. So, okay. I, again, have that exact same disease. My doctor, I might have to have a conversation. I've never been prescribed three weeks of vacation. (laughs) Also, it's weird that she said she was prescribed by her doctor. She's very specific in what she says that she was prescribed vacation. Mm Mm-hmm. Not like time off or rest. Yeah, it's kind of odd. You know, she has talked about substance abuse in the past. She says she spent 10 years battling a cocaine addiction. She described that as a demon she had to overcome. Hmm. You know, look, I know nothing. But if I were going to go down anti lawyer route, I would say it would not surprise me if she had some sort of prescription medication problem Yeah, because there are so many people in our society. I mean, we see it every day, right? Mm -hmm. Who have problems with, and maybe it's because she had a legitimate thing that required pills. Happens to people all the time. It Mm -hmm. happens all the time. It would not surprise me. To be so careful when your doctor says, would you like some pain pills? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You need to say, eh, I don't know if I want those. 
right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to think I mean, about it. It's you, a real it, risk. It really is. I mean, it's shocking how much people are prescribed things that they may may or may not need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are right about that. Jennifer Aniston, how is she coping after her split? Sources saying to People Magazine she isn't a fan of dating, but she still believes in love. And the story that Justin Theroux apparently found post-its that she'd saved from Brad Pitt. Oh my gosh. Can we Don McLean revealed this morning that she has boxes of all of her love letters from all of her lovers. Oh and I was like, that is really fascinating. I think you are either a one way or another person. You're either a person who just keeps it all right. or you're a person who like when it's over, it is ripped up and it is out of there. Yeah. That's, I'm the latter. I would be the former. I mean, I'm a sentimental person, so, so I like hang on to stuff? things. I probably somewhere. Like love notes, like if Matt went through like some sort of probably box hidden in yeah. the basement, he would be like, Colleen, he would read, Colleen, yeah. you are the love of my life. And he would laugh his head off. Because <laughs> he, yeah. Well, Justin but, Thoreau apparently wasn't laughing. He was very perturbed by it. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. You know, we, we've been kind of laughing at how pathetic the tabloids are trying to make Jen seem. I know. It always tries all, to make her seem. She's the victim. Seem. It's like, poor Jen. She can't post it. And she just can't keep a guy. Yeah. Yesterday, well, it was on. like, Jenna's doing transcendental yoga in order to deal with her heartache. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to be okay. She's going to be. People break up all the time. I know. And they get through it. They do. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. We're We're not breaking up. We're not breaking up. We're just taking a break. Uh, And when we come back, we're going to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. You could win a prize, but only at 1230 and only on the Colleen and Bradley Show. 651-641-1071. Go. My Talk 1071. Everything. Except this for us. Yes, of course. Entertainment. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions on the Colleen and Bradley show. We call it our 30-second pop culture challenge. We stream live at mytalk1071.com, and we do everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? And what? we playing for we've got tasha on the line and what's tasha playing for halls a four pack of tickets to see the whiz at the children's theater company tasha tasha bobasha bonana fana fofasha the timer's going to begin after i ask the first question are you ready yes well, here we go what is the name of the jetsons robot uh rosie anna wintour is the editor-in-chief of what fashion magazine vogue Fenty Beauty is the makeup line of which singer? Uh, Fenty Beauty? Yes. What singer? Do you want me to pass? Uh, I have no idea. Pass. Arnold Schwarzenegger was born in what country? Austria. E.T. famously eats what kind of candy? Reese's Pieces. Fenty Beauty is the makeup line of which singer? (laughs) Tasha, I was like, I was trying to telepathically give it to you. Uh, thank you for playing, Tasha. Thanks the anyway, answer Tasha. was Rihanna. That was the answer to uh, yeah. the Fenty Beauty I mean, that's, line. That's you know that could be a toughie. Oh, I thought so too. I was like willing her to answer it properly. I was like, please, please, please say Rihanna. She didn't do it, but you know what? Everybody gets another shot tomorrow. We play it at the same time every day, twelve thirty. If you're the first one to call, you'll be the first one to be able to play. And that's our thirty second pop culture challenge. Now, when we are done with that, we like to solve mysteries. Yes, Queen, let's do it. And we've been a little bit obsessed with uh, these blind items that are brought to us by Holly via a website called CrazyDaysAndNights.net. We call this segment blinded by the item. 
want to start off today's Blinded by the Item with a blind item that is confirmed from crazydaysandnights.net, meaning that there is a specific name published with this blind item. And this blind item was first published back in August when we weren't quite paying attention to the website just yet. Okay. Interesting nonetheless. It's about a foreign-born, former A-plus list singer. Okay. All right. Mm Foreign-born, former A-plus list singer. This foreign-born, former A-plus list singer is altering history again. I love when singers who get songwriting credits then say what inspires the song when they know very well they just bought it from a writer and paid them enough to give up any credit or to mention to anyone that they wrote it. Our former A-plus list singer has a great big yarn about what inspired one of her hits. I wouldn't put it past her ex to talk about the real story. Okay. So think about this person's ex as well. Okay, so it's a she. Correct. And she's foreign-born, A-plus list singer. Former. Former A-plus list. What does that mean, former? Meaning that her best days are probably behind her. And at one point in her career, I would argue that she was one of the biggest singers on the planet, at least in the United States. Very popular. She was? Yes. Her new album came out last year. Wasn't received very well. Madonna? Oh, wait, she's she's not not foreign born. born. I know. See, that's the thing that's tough about Um, this one. Um, Because I can think of a lot of singers that I'm thinking, oh, yeah, they would tell a tale about where this song was inspired. I feel like this is really obvious and we're making it way too hard. Are we making it too hard? Uh, Think about the country where she was born. It's right next door to us. I mean, it it can't be Celine Celine Dion. Right? No, oh, no, no, not Celine. The other one. The other one. You're right, Bradley. That Canadian other one. Yes. Who's um, the Canadian other why one? Why don't you come in here looking like that? That's not her, but um, uh, country-ish? Yes. Yes. What is her name? Shania Twain! Oh! <laughs> you got yes. there, Bradley. You got oh, there. Yes. Let's fill in the blank. That was good. All right. Uh, let's fill in the blank on this one. Shania Twain is altering. Twain? <laughs> Yep. Shana Twang. That's she does right. have a twang. Hey, look, before full disclosure, before the show started, we were, were listening drinking. to No, we uh-huh. were listening to old infomercials and one of them was Conway Twitty. Oh yeah. True. Yeah. And Anne Murray. Absolutely. All right. Shania Twain is alter altering history again. I love when singers who get songwriting credits then say what inspired the song when they know very well they just bought it from a writer and paid them enough to give up any credit or to mention to anyone that they wrote it. Shania Twain has a great big yarn about what inspired one of her hits. I wouldn't put it past her ex producer Mutt Lang oh, to talk about the real story right. because it's the like um yeah we talked about this as a story didn't we this song wasn't it the um, well she did an interview about this a, a while ago me much and then she said it was about uh Bra- uh Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt. Is that mm-hmm. the song that they're referring to? You know, I think so. Yeah. Because that story, well, that was published. Here is a headline from AOL.com on August 24th, 2017. Mm-hmm. Shania Twain reveals what inspired the Brad Pitt song shout out from the song that don't impress me much. So interesting. Wow. That's a bunch of caca, according to CrazyDaysNights.net. It sure is. That is some caca. Caca duty song <laughs> stories um wow okay all right god you know what would be so miserable 
is knowing you wrote that damn yeah. song and you can't tell anybody. This is that I think about this sometimes. We don't give credit to the songwriters who we've never heard of. Who that is a thankless job. They work really hard to write these songs, and then these celebrities take them, buy them, buy the opportunity to erase the songwriter's name from it and put their name on it. And then I wonder if that's like well, it's a allegedly dirty that's what Taylor Swift. That's does. what I was just gonna say. Yeah. Like, didn't we have a blind item? I think I'm making this up about her big secret, and I bet that that's like. I bet she Lesbian. doesn't write. Oh, that was her big well, secret. That That's was right. one of the big secrets. But yeah. another blind item concerning Taylor Swift you talked about last week was that there was a court settlement right. regarding one of her songs. The band uh, SUV. No, it's not SUV. It's uh, S- SWV. Sisters mm-hmm. with Voices. Yep. So they were suing Taylor Swift saying that they ripped off or that she ripped off their song from the early 90s, late 2000s. Yeah. And that it was settled out of court quietly because if it went to trial, Taylor Swift did not want to be revealed as someone who delved into these kind of practices. Because I seriously think she, you know, she has gotten her name as a songwriter partially. And I bet she doesn't really write many songs. Megan Trainer, Carol mm-hmm. King. I mean, the list goes on. On and on and on. Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. Pretty Let's sure move on. Carol King doesn't do that kind of thing. But I digress. Moving on. <laughs> All right, this is another blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. It is not confirmed, and it was just published today. It's an A-list singer that we need to think about. Okay. An A-list singer. I honestly thought this A-list singer would just offer up a vague excuse for quitting because of a lack of ticket sales, but she managed to get drunk and do something that will see her get paid more, courtesy of insurance, that she would have otherwise. Kesha. Kesha. She canceled her concert? She has canceled her European tour because of a knee problem that she has. Um... She, I like. Though she's, she says she's hoping that she will be able to come back for the start of her U.S. tour, which starts in June, and she is going to be here June thirtieth at Mystic Lake Casino. Yes, at the amphitheater. And we've talked about some blind items concerning the Kesha McLemore U.S. tour, yes, and the fact that it is not selling tickets. And I think, in fact. That Kesha's concert here in the Twin Cities is sans Macklemore. She's just doing it herself. Yeah, the one at Mystic Lake is just Kesha. It's just Kesha. On June 30th. Okay, let's uh, fill in the blank of that one. All right, Kesha. I honestly thought Kesha would just offer up a vague excuse for quitting because of a lack of ticket sales, but she managed to get drunk and do something that will see her get paid more courtesy of insurance than she would have otherwise. Hmm. So, in other words, she injured her knee being drunk somewhere. Yes, and at, a, at a music festival, I believe, that happened in Dubai earlier this month. That's interesting. You know, I my heart hurts for her yeah. because she is working her tail off without the support of, uh, you know, her former structure because of the lawsuit against Dr. Luke. I mean, we should be buying her music and listening to it and more than ever, honestly, right. to support I mean, that woman. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or just buy it, and who cares if you like it? Just support the girl. 
I have one more blind I mean, item. I got bills to pay. She could pay my bills. Why don't you write a song? Okay. Mm-hmm. I then, have a life and I need your money. Give it to me now. Okay, you can okay. do better. Why don't you buy a song? How about that? Let's start yes. there. Uh, how about we do another blind item when we come back on the other side of this? Sound good? Yeah. We will do that on the Colleen and Bradley show. Another blind item. And I'll be telling you what I dislike greatly. Hate about the Olympics Whoa. today on my talk 1071. Recently overheard on Donna and Steve. I'm keeping a sheet of Steve's most notable quotes. <laughs> this morning it was, I can just see you in a nursing home. <laughs> that is a direct well, quote. My dad used to take us to the nursing home on some Sunday mornings when we were younger. He'd play the guitar, we would go, and we'd say hi to a bunch of folks who didn't have you know, visitors and just befriend them. The nurses would always often say, hey, and just so you know, with Jolie. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She's a little um, grabby, so make sure that your kids don't reach out and shake her hand. Or sure. She'll hold on too long and that can make them uncomfortable. I can just see the nurse giving us the rundown on you, though. <laughs> so the room at the end of the hall... That's Donna. She used to be on the radio, and boy, she'll tell you about it. She asks you to quiet down. She thinks she's broadcasting live. <laughs> Just talking in a Pringles game. She's almost... Partly cloudy today with a high of 46. <laughs> you are her in-studio guest, so if she starts to interview, just go with it. Oh, Donna, I love you. Oh, I love you. You're my best friend. Donna and Steve, 9 to noon on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. The radio home of people with very active DVRs. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Okay, we're going to do one more blind item on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. This is where we solve a little mystery uh, that is given to us by somebody in the know. And then Holly delivers them to us and we try to solve them. And then I'm going to tell you what I hate about the Olympics today. But first, our final blinded by the item. Ended on a fun note. Oh, good. I love fun. This is a blind item that has been unconfirmed by crazydaysandnights.net, but here we go. We have to think about a production. Oh, fun. A production. A production. Like okay. a television production. Oh, okay. A TV okay. like show. A, okay, it's a TV show. Okay. Think of a show, a production. Okay. This production is sure getting a lot of press, but much like many of their other stunts, this was made for TV, involving no other people to back up the story of the stars. Hey, but it will get you to watch, which is what this franchise needs at this point. Big so Brother. Celebrity? Big Brother? Celebrity Big Brother? Uh, what? Okay. Wait, no, think okay. of a franchise that's okay. on television. American Idol? No. Okay, calm down. Uh, Stop sorry. just saying things and oh. let her... Oh, no, I know. I know. I know. I know. No, I know this one. I know this one. I know this I one. You knew it two times ago. No, I really know it this time. Real Housewives of New York. Oh, is yes! it the cruise story? What? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> okay, well, you guessed three things. You got it in three things. So really don't pat yourself on the back too much. But is it about the cruise thing? I'm guessing, yeah. 
Yeah, all signs point. Okay, just read the damn thing again, and then we'll talk. All right. Uh, This (laughs) Real Housewives of New York's crew situation is sure getting a lot of press, but much like many of their other stunts, this was a made-for-TV stunt involving no other people to back up the story of the stars. Hey, but it will get you to watch, which is what the Housewives franchise needs at this point, because nobody is watching anymore. Okay, so... Cruise from hell. It was allegedly a cruise from hell. By the way, not a cruise... I mean, it wasn't like a cruise in the sense that it wasn't like they had like a week on the Not carnival. One of the ones I want to go Dawn on. or whatever they call them. Carnival Dawn. I just made that up. That was a Norwegian cruise line. Dawn McLean. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no, they went on like a day trip in uh, Colombia, I think. Yes. And allegedly, everything it was like the bad news bears of cruises, and it like the ship was going to sink, and somebody and hurt it was themselves, horrible. and everybody and they were sitting in the airport, and it was very traumatic. Okay. And there's a picture of all of them looking dejected in the airport and angry they were quote hysterical and convinced they were going to die at sea after the old decrepit vessel that had been rented to take them on a pleasure cruise started taking on water i love it and then the engine caught fire while they were filming uh okay interestingly enough to know Mm -hmm. somebody like lit a match and you know i can just see this ramshackle production right before my very They eyes. had stunt people there to do. Uh, the, that's very interesting. The mm-hmm. anchor deployed unexpectedly. Oh, did it now? <laughs> I mean, it's just so Haven't you ever had that happen? I'm just kidding. Um, that's inappropriate. <laughs> Yay, blind <laughs> you know items! What Yay! It means. Yay, thank you, Holly, for all those lovely blind items. Now, we go from that hilarious uh, funnery to this. Okay, I hate this. It's time to find out just what does Colleen hate about the Olympics today? Whoa. Okay, this one's personal. Oh, God. No, it is, but I know that other people like me who just can't with the Olympics yeah. have somebody in their life like this. Okay. My, I, I want my husband back is what I'm, and my kids oh, really, do but you, though? I do. I want do my husband back. Because he's so good at cleaning the bathroom. I need him for many other things, not just cleaning the bathroom. Uh, I want my husband back because he has been, he has been, all of his normal interests and thoughts have been taken away and replaced Mm. with Olympics. Okay. I had a date with him last night. Oh, no. We were at a restaurant. Yeah. There was a TV there. I couldn't have a conversation with him. Who goes on a date to a restaurant that has a TV? Well, okay. Mm -hmm. okay. What were you at? Like Champs? No, we were at the bowling alley in our neighborhood. Um, And there's in the bar, there's a television. And we were seated near that area because we were going to have have a quick dinner. I don't think they do. No, I think. uh, No, it's gone. Sorry. Anyway, back to your story. We were having a little bite to eat after our, our very sexy tax appointment. So mm. just like Wow, you really know how to live it up. When you have a sitter as parents, you do whatever you can in the amount of Okay, you're so allotted. he was watching the Olympics during your uh, dinner. Is and that what he's I'm like hearing? trying to tell me what's going on. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm talking to you about other things that I'm excited about. And he's watching, and again, it's the same thing, but just a different iteration of it. He's watching figure skating and he's like, oh my gosh, did you see that sow cow? And I go, what did you just say? And he goes, did you see that sow cow? And I go, it's not called a sow cow. What's it called? It's a sal cow. It's not spelled S O W C O W. Do you know about the Olympics? But do you see what my point is? No. 
My point is, it turns everybody into thinking they're an expert. First of all, I don't even think that jump was a sow cow. I think it was probably a Lutz, but he doesn't know. But you do? I didn't see it, so I don't know. Okay, but no, my point is, why are you going to places that he can watch the Olympics? You can't. That's the... The problem. There are so many restaurants in this you town that don't not have the Olympics, the Olympics on. You can't not watch the Olympics. Colleen. We went to Lindstrom. that restaurant. Colleen, Shannon, That's Beverly Lindstrom. That's Courtney. not my middle Courtney. name. Courtney. I you. knew it was one of those names that's like a name you don't think of right away as a middle name. I know. What? No, we chose the restaurant based on we what chose. we wanted to eat. Okay. Well, not maybe you on have the TV situation. A little bit more carefully about your husband not being able to pay attention. I'm just saying you need to arm yourself if you are so dead set against. By the way, can I just tell you for somebody who is not interested in the Olympics, you spent a lot of time talking about the Olympics last night? That was because our boss was razzing me. Well, yeah, so... I only regret one thing I put in that text. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I'm going to share it with the audience. Okay, it's probably the thing minutes. I regret. Uh, so, our, so our boss says, I'm so excited Lindsey Vaughn is skiing downhill tonight. Excited because, of course, Lindsey Vaughn from Minnesota, and uh, it was her last chance at, you know, a medal. And um, you said, dumb. <laughs> and then our boss said, you're dumb. I like how they're talking about the over-rotation that Brady Tennell did on her triple toe, blah, blah, blah. You took the bait and said, you don't even bleeping know what that means. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, she has Google. And you said, Google doesn't know either. And then uh, the boss lady said, come on, Colleen. She obviously over-rotated again. She's trying to get your goat. Mm -hmm. And you bit and said, I'm going to demonstrate jumps tomorrow. And I want you to tell me what bleeping jump I'm doing. G-O-D. <laughs> all caps. No, you're not. And yes, I will. Yes, I will. And no, you're not. I blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah. You got him. I mean, really, again, if you don't like the Olympics, you know what I would have just done? Ignored it. Ignored her attempt to get your goat. I delight I in, you, in I, my deep hatred. No, I think you are just taking the bait. Because I delight in my deep hatred. I, you Which, know, do you know, it's kind of like that thing that kids do when they act like they don't like something, but really, it's because they secretly, I feel like there's something deep-seated in your conscious that you feel you, you were like, I don't know if it's a competition thing that you missed out on as a child, but there's something there, because the average person who doesn't like the Olympics just doesn't watch. They don't create a segment on their show about how yeah, they don't like it. But, okay, so. So the, I'm trying to psychoanalyze yes. what it is. Do you want to psychoanalyze it? I'll tell you the thing that started it mm. was this. I couldn't just not watch it because it was on when my shows were on. And I am a creature of habit, as you well know. I mean, I don't care about the Olympics, but I just, it's, it doesn't get in the way of my life. Congratulations. I'm just saying, I think you need to go deeper. It's into too your deep. psyche. No, it's too deep. To find out why this bothers you so much. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for Colleen and Bradley Theater. Oh, see, yes, queen. See what we are acting out today. Academy Award time. Mm-hmm. On My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. How you doing? Entertainment.